Last time on Fantasy Adventure Machine. Jake is starting to shake, and he takes a swing at Mr. Gottlieb, hitting him square in the jaw. Nicely done. Don't get up. Hey, Chaos. Are you doing okay? Did you do something to Effie? We better get this back to the others. They're waiting on us to save them. All right, so uh, we're just going to put this here, and uh, then I'm going to have to finish aligning the neutron emitters. But be aware that usually when someone starts doing something like this, there's generally a wave of enemies that attack. Keith and Van Helsing and Jake, you arrive at the scene. (laughs) What the hell am I doing there? (laughs) Sorry, Zoo. Okay. <laughs> Zoo, Van Helsing, and Jake, you all arrive at the scene. It's just so hard to tell you apart from Zoo, Keith. <laughs> Except, you know, Zoo has a better accent. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. Who moves first in our team? Zoo arrives first, and then it'll be Van Helsing, and then Jake. Okay. Um Quickly assessing the situation, I'm going to roll straight fate, if you're okay with it, Dan. Okay, Just to ahead. see if I get the right super soldiers to attack. Go ahead. Because there's no way for me to know that there are friendly ones. The friendly oh, ones goodness. are doing okay. the Macarena dance. I got a plus two. Okay, you know. All right. Okay. So I, by chance, leap Because they're at... doing the Macarena. Okay. Uh, by <laughs> chance, I happen to leap at the one that uh, was closest to Logan. Okay. Whoa, whoa, to what chaos. am I doing there? <laughs> <laughs> I leap on the back of the one that Chaos had just spun around. Okay. I'll roll fight. Okay, that is plus two on the dice and plus three, so five. Oh my gosh. I was like, plus two? And then I realized, yeah, I rolled nope. a plus two. So... Um, describe this to me. Okay, uh, so basically I'm barreling towards the scene with my sharpened senses. I see chaos spinning around this, you know, super soldier and and pushing him to the side and clap. And it's weird, but I I can hear the beat and so I understand what's happening. As I'm running, I don't (laughs) slow down at all. And I full flying leap into the back of the super soldier. And we sort of tumble on the ground together and I bite at him as we're rolling. Okay. When you bite at him, the full force of you pushing him to the ground in your bite, uh, he does not get up. Okay. I uh, spring up off his back, turn to face the other super soldiers, hackles up and growl. And that's the end of my turn. Okay, Van Helsing, what would you like to do? I would like to run to the super soldier that was just knocked down and presumably killed by Zuman. And I would like to uh, check it out. (laughs) Okay. So glad we've joined this fray to protect our friends. This is the first time we've had an opportunity like this, so. Okay, roll me and investigate on it. Yes. Okay, so we've established this is a known entity, so that's going to be actually a six. I don't know what you're trying to find out, but you find it out. So I already know that their knees and elbows are the weak point, right? Yes. So I know that. Well, I was actually kind of wondering if I could, like, try to stabilize it if it's dying. Because <laughs> it... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm doing all my hard work. That's fine. The flesh is turning kind of a, 
in a grayish color. You can look on the back and you see that they have plates bolted to the spine all the way up. So these soldiers have been heavily modded and around the metal, the flesh is this grayish green color and the rest of the flesh is turning gray. Uh, you might be able to return them back to normalcy, but it would be very, very difficult and time extensive. Yeah. If you're looking for any sign of this flea, uh, you can see that behind the ear, there is a mark where something had entered into the host's body. Okay. I think that's enough for me to, to learn all that this turn. Okay. Jake, do you do anything good? Oh, he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jake shoots at one of the soldiers near Chaos, and the bullet grazes the soldier's thigh. Okay. We are back to Charlotte. I think that Charlotte is kind of frozen and still by Effie doesn't really know what to do because she doesn't really want to give another order and she can see that the super soldiers are definitely nothing that she could handle physically. I think she makes a run for it. I think that she emotionally can't handle like the idea of what's going on. You know, if you didn't like the macarena, you could have made other song requests. <laughs> it's the macarena. Chaos. One of Char's angels sees you running, and the super soldier actually takes off to run with you. Well, that's a nightmare fuel. I've brainwashed you to be my friend, and now you're following me. Yeah, I, I think that Char, like, doesn't even comprehend if it's, like, a good, like, one of the friendly ones or not and just, like, tries to run as fast as she can. Okay. Evie, your turn. I will cover Char's retreat. Okay. There are still some people on the right side of my whip. Yes. So I want to try to wrap it around and pull them away because it's a tentacle, so. Go ahead and roll for that. Again, it's physique because you're grappling them. Two. Well, I rolled a one. Ha! <laughs> Even when I roll bad, I still come out looking awesome. Let me see here. So you are able to grapple two of them. The third one actually somehow jumps over your tentacle. I pull them backward Kay. as I retreat to cover Shar's retreat. Okay, Chaos, it is your turn. My fingers fly across the keyboard. I am a great keyboard warrior. <laughs> it is a four. Okay. Why is it that you roll and the result comes out zero, which is the most likely thing to have happen, and it just feels real disappointing? Feels real disappointing. This is your last roll to make this work properly. You are not quite there, but would you like to use a fate point to boost that? Yes. Time to hack the planet, push that up to a seven, and shout, yeah. I am invincible! <laughs> As you type in those last few lines of code, the EMP jammer is ready for deployment. Now you can enable it next turn. Several more super soldiers spill out of the building coming towards you. The ones that are grappled by Effie are going to try and get out, uh, fail, and another fail. And the one that was able to evade is going to come at you and try and take you down, Chaos. Uh-huh, it's fine. I haven't taken any consequences yet this uh, session. It's about time. Okay. Are they just trying to grab me or are they trying to actually do damage this time? It is trying to do damage to you. I see. They've caught on to the fact that I get a bonus if they just try and grapple me. <laughs> Curse their adaptive <laughs> learning. 
Yeah, um, touching your greasy hair last time was kind of an oh, off-putting. Oh dear, oh dear. They're grossed out by you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> I have a four on my athletics to avoid being hit really hard in the face. Uh, take one stress. I will, but it's going to count as two because I already used up my one stress box. Okay, <laughs> take two stress then. Yep. Yep, totally and fine. And that kind of hurt, but okay. So as soon as I shout, I am invincible, I get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> With several super soldiers spilling out of the building, Zoo, it is your turn. I have no idea that this EMP device is about to be activated, um, but I can only assume that chaos has something to do with the end game here right and i can only take out one at a time so i'm going to leap at the super soldier that just punched chaos in the face i'm gonna try and take it to the ground Ooh. that is a plus two for fight yeah let's see if i can roll anything but a negative two <laughs> is he taken out yes okay um so for this one, as we're, you know, rolling on the ground, I managed to swipe at its throat with my claws and rip out its throat, ending its sad life. Okay, Van Helsing, what would you like to do with your newfound knowledge? Um, okay, I want to go up to one of the friendly ones that's dancing the Macarena. Okay. Technically, they could attack Van Helsing, Zoo, and Jake. They could, because, because they're not friendly towards them. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. I ran over towards Chaos, and I'm going to... Can I prepare an action to uh, grapple anyone that comes near? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. So, awesome. Jake does not do well on his turn. Uh, he is under a lot of stress right now, trying to figure things out, trying to figure <laughs> his life out, and seeing Char run away, seeing the all the super soldiers that are running out of the building, ate at his last nerve, and he kind of backs away a bit. Everyone who wants to, please roll me a notice. Group notice. Who has the best notice? Who's left? I don't think I can contribute to this. No, you've you've left the scene. But I did get a plus four on my notice. Hey, that can be towards your own. I got two. I will add a one to your two as opposed to rolling my own check. Um, I will add a one to your two. Me too. Okay. Uh, so you all actually hear the sound of tires screeching as a van peels away down the street, away from everything. Whose turn is it? It is your turn, Char. You're kind of out of the fight, but if you want to take a turn, it's your turn. Where is the street in relation to where I am? Because I was running away from the building. You are running away from the building, and the van is still a bit too far away from you if you're trying to, like, jump it or something. No, no, no. Okay. Am I near any cars? There are cars close by um, that you can, can get to. Can I say there's a driver in one of these cars? Yes. Okay. Uh, after seeing this van peel away, Char runs up to this car and yanks open the door on the side of the driver and grabs the driver by the <laughs> shirt and goes, you have to give me your car right now or else we're all going to die. Uh, that I got yeah. a plus four for rapport if that counts for anything. That does. You're able to get them out and they run away with everything else that's going on. They skedaddle. Okay. Char peels out of the parking spot or whatever it is and goes after the van. Okay. As you're getting into the car, the super soldier is trying to open the passenger side door to get into it as well. <laughs> oh, dear God. She locks everything. <laughs> it just wants to be your friend. She doesn't remember which one is friendly. And also she's in panic mode. 
So hearing the sound of the van, uh, Zoo looks over and remembers what Mr. Gottlieb had said about the van and and Blythe. And so I take off at full speed toward the van to try and hunt her down. Okay. Effie, it is your turn. So Cass is about to do the EMP, right? Yeah, if he can get to it. Is there like an artistic college campus sculpture or a basketball hoop or something like that nearby? Yeah. Because what I want to do is fly up in the air and drop the super soldiers from a height and then land on something and then curl up inside of my Faraday cage poncho to protect myself from the EMP. Okay. Like an owl. Like an owl. You know, it's going to go all the way over my feet. Like I get crunch up with my knees up to my chest and put the hood on. Owls, notorious for their use of ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Pokemon, they are. There's artistic statues around. Because it's a college campus, so. Kay. So what do I need to roll, Dan? Roll me an athletics. Five. Okay. Uh, so Effie, you use kind of your booster rockets to get up onto that statue and then pull yourself together into your Faraday cage. What about dropping the soldiers? You would have dropped them as you're pulling your, like, tentacle back in. Right, right. It's about a 15-foot high statue, so it's still, they drop quite a bit. Okay, sounds fair. Okay, Chaos. Okay, so Chaos dabs at his bloody nose, and he goes into uh, religious fervor about himself. And he says, The soul of the machine god surrounds thee. The power of the machine god invests thee. The hate of the machine god drives thee. The machine god endows thee with life. Live! And then he slams down the button with his blood. Okay. Uh, you see this electrical field kind of pulse from the EMP in a field that bubbles out. And as it passes through each of you, you feel that electricity run through your body. Each super soldier around immediately drops to the ground. They are still breathing, but no other electrical parts are working. Uh, Shar, you're racing this uh, electrical field out on the street and you see it closing in on you, but you're able to just barely get out of its range just in time. My phone is still back there. (laughs) Oh, it is. (laughs) As the electricity field dies away all of a sudden you see flying towards you the ostrich holding the kangaroo and the hound they drop right in front of chaos ready for action nice i need to add an aspect to the scene but i don't have a fate point uh the aspect of the scene is that after the electricity goes through everyone's hair is standing on end (laughs) and chaos is is nearly a foot tall I will allow that. I feel like Van Helsing's hair is often standing on end. I remember Chaos has been preparing for this for a while. Ah, you guys showed up uh, right in the nick of frickin' time, didn't ya? Come on, let's go chase the probably bad van. And Chaos just slowly trudges away. I really stand Chaos talking to his robotic animals <laughs> like that. <laughs> Full send, 100%. Okay. Uh, Shar, would you mind rolling me a drive roll? And (laughs) Zoo, would you mind rolling me an athletics? Okay. All right. Well, I rolled a plus two. I have zero on my drive skill, but it was a positive roll. I got plus three on my athletics, Dan. What happens? Okay. As you're running into the street, you see, and it's almost too late, but you see it just in time, the car driving by, 
and you're able to turn at just the right moment so you don't hit Char's car. Okay. Char, driving down the road, <laughs> and you notice that uh, the van took a sharp left at the end of the road. You continue to follow. This is a car chase. Uh, the van is actually the car you're chasing. It's not the cool name that Van Helsing goes by sometimes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Char, you follow the van through a couple of streets until they stop in a parking lot. Can you roll me one more drive? And Zoo, can you roll me an athletics? Let's see how well you keep up. I got a minus one on my drive, so I really hope you're better at athletics, Keith. I got a seven on my athletics. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm talking about, wolf boy. (laughs) Are we married? Is Is that a thing? (laughs) <laughs> yes, we're married. Sucked in. <laughs> By the rules of your god, it's forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to track the van down to a parking lot that they stopped at. Shar's gonna drive into that van. She would totally oh, you're, crash. You're crashing it? Yeah, absolutely. Roll What's me for that. What's a car chase without a crash? <laughs> roll me for that. Um, you have to I roll got a the plus crash. one. What is that, drive? I feel like the lower the score, the better here, right? Like, <laughs> Please take one shift of physical stress. Okay, so my my one box is already filled. Then you'll have to take the two. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure I was doing that right and I didn't have to go to consequences. That's fantastic, Sarah. So it turns out that when you ram a vehicle in Fate, you take the same amount of stress as the person you're ramming. No, no. It's fine. I've got an extra (laughs) box. We're okay. We're okay. After everything settles from you ramming into the van, the driver's side door of the van opens and out spills. Char also gets out of the car. She feels really breathless. She, you know, has like a scratch on her arm, not like terribly deep or anything. And she stands staring at Blythe, uh, a little bit unsure of what she's supposed to do next. Okay. But determined to do something. The woman is kind of dazed for a second, but she pulls herself together. She walks to you and she yells, What you think you're doing, love? And then she she walks right up to you and punches you. Um, I got a plus three athletics to defend on that. Nice. I got a plus four to my fight. I get punched. Does that take your last stress? Well, I technically have an extra stress box that Van Helsing gave me earlier. Can I use that? You can, yes. Before Char can use my text box, she has to remember what I said. As uh, Blythe's fist collides with Char's jaw, Char remembers Van Helsing. The problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. And though her jaw is hit mightily, takes little harm, immediately afterwards grabs a Blythe by her clothing or whatever she's wearing and says, you can't take away free will, and then headbutts her right on the nose. Holy shit. Wow, okay, roll me a fight. I have a plus four, which is, I think, the highest... Oh, I have ever gotten. I see that. In the distance, Zoo stops just as he hears the, the connect of the punch to Shah's face. And he's stunned for a moment because he's never seen Shah get like hit once, except by him. <laughs> and then, in shock, with his muzzle open, he sees Shah mightily headbutt Blythe in the face. <laughs> 
and a spray of blood shoots out of Blythe's nose <laughs> and then just slowly nods his head as he continues to lope towards Char. Okay. Blythe, in turn, steps back a second, puts her finger up to her nose and sees the blood come out. She says, Bloody hell! You know, I'm really getting tired of you superheroes getting in my way. And she takes another shot at you, fist to face. <laughs> so go ahead and roll athletics to dodge this. That is a plus one. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. going to have to take a moderate consequence for this. Oh, really? Uh, because I got a plus six. Okay, so does that take away my last physical stress box it does and then it would be straight to the moderate consequence yes okay great tell me by moderate consequence no the moderate consequence would be more of a dislocated jaw at this point oh Oh. god that's that's bad i'd rather be knocked out please (laughs) okay zoo you are now in the fray he did not say that you're knocked out you have a dislocated jaw yeah, I don't do. even know what that, like, means. Like, think like a python when it's about to eat, but more dangly. Okay, yeah, it yeah. Thanks, n- Keith, thanks. You'll have slurred speech. You're welcome. <laughs> Char, just think of all the advantages that you'll have being able to do lifestyle advertising for dental implants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't lose any teeth. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> This feels like something a doctor should be involved yes, with. Yes, please, please. I am a doctor of That's zoology. True. Oh my gosh, it's, you're Ross. I'm Ross. Yes, I am the Ross of the show. Oh All right. my god. Dad, what Being happens? a doctor actually means something in this situation. Um, <laughs> so at this point, you are now close enough to do whatever you want, Sue. Okay, I am going to like tackle Blythe away from Shah using my speed. Okay. I get a plus five. Okay. Uh, so I am actually spending a fate point for Blythe at the moment, and I'm going to use my skill Chaotic Predictability. As you try to, as you're about to pounce on Blythe, all of a sudden you see her image blur, and then she appears on the other side of the car. What? She could give a shit about being supers and she could fetching teleport? Okay, well, Zoo flies through the emptiness that was where she was, drops down to all fours and spins to face her again. The end of my move. Is it now Shar's turn? Yes, Shar. Cool. Shar is going to... I'm going to use uh, her stunt big name. And Shar is going to kind of stumble to her feet. I'm assuming she was knocked down because, you know, she's weak. And she points shakily at Wythe and goes, We know everything about you. We know everything about Vic. And you need to go to jail right now and we're gonna do that because this this guy is a wolf i growl menacingly <laughs> um, and step towards you can, you can add a plus one to that intimidation roll then that is a plus five to intimidation wow okay i know i get a plus two i rolled a plus two and then keith, keith gives me plus one nice okay can i come out of my E.M. Poncho? Whatever Faraday cage poncho cocoon yet? Or am I oh, stuck yeah. in am I stuck in it? I would I would consult Chaos about that. And did Van Helsing also follow? I thought I was just gonna be kinda of back with Chaos. Chaos, you said that you were gonna follow the van. Yeah. Then yes. Hey fam, sorry to interrupt these jaunts through the timeline with something as boring as ads, but here are a few words from our sponsors. 
have you ever traveled back in time? When you traveled back in time, did you meet your grandmother? When you met your grandmother, did you fall instantly and deeply in love? Did she feel the same way? Did you attempt to make sweet, sweet love to your father's mother? Did your grandfather find out? Were you forced to flee for your life from the second story window of your grandparents' house? Did your grandpa chase you with his service revolver? In your attempt to escape, did you steal your grandfather's vintage car you always envied as an adult? Did you realize as you drove away you didn't really know how to drive stick? Did your grandfather call the cops from an old rotary phone? Did you lead the cops on a low to mid-speed chase through downtown Topeka, causing tens of thousands of dollars in property damage? Did you total the car on a statue of the man who discovered aerosol deodorant? Did you realize as you faded from existence that your father was conceived in the back of that car? And by totaling it, you'd written yourself out of reality? Don't worry. We can help. Chameleon Temporal Car Insurance protects you against any damage caused by the operation of internal combustion-fueled quadmobiles throughout history, repairing and replacing any vehicles that are important to the integrity of the timeline. So let us worry about the details so you can focus on shenanigans of questionable morality. Use the code QUANTUM CONTRACEPTIVES for 15% off your first 15 minutes of coverage. Howdy-ho, fam. Thanks for being here with us. It's me, Dan, your favorite storytelling game master. I just wanted to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate you. Yes, you. You're my favorite. Just don't tell the person to your left. If you find that we're also your favorite, go ahead and subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok for more adventures. Now, back to the show. At that rousing, intimidating speech, Blythe falters a bit, and then she runs towards a parked car, an old beat-up Firebird. Zoom in. Get her. We have to keep her from getting to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Zoo lunges towards uh, Blythe. Okay. Uh, roll me an athletics to see if you can get in the way. That's a plus eight. Wow. Okay. <laughs> What? I'm really good at athletics, guys. I'm really good at athletics. Hey, kids, have you ever wanted to see a wolf get run wow. over by a car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I do the stupid thing and stand in front of the car, or do I do the smart thing and stand in front of the door? <laughs> Flip a coin, Keith. Hood. Flip a coin. Straight fate roll to see if I go in front of the car or in front of the door, Dan. Okay. I stand in front of the door. Okay. Just barely. <laughs> Just barely. Like, there weren't two options. <laughs> like a superhero bat, in my Faraday cage poncho, I drop suddenly from the sky after turning off my one propulsion boot and land next to Shar. Are you okay? Doesn't look like it. <laughs> Do you want me to pop your jaw back in? No, thank you. <laughs> okay, here's some ice. There you go. Dr. Zuman. Oh, 
used my full title. <laughs> the car door opens behind Am you. Am I in trouble? No one ever calls me Dr. Zuman. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zuman is my father. Please. <laughs> Call me Archie. I really, I should not love that joke as much as I do, but the, like, <laughs> this person is my mother, or call me this, or whatever, it, I just, every time it just I hear works. it, I'm like, it's just gold, it's gold. It works yep. every time. Anyway, sorry. And Dan. I am, I am Dr. Archibald Zuman Third. so presumably my father and my grandfather are also Dr. Yes. Archibald Zuman. but if I remember correctly, they're dentists, and I'm astrologist. <laughs> That's hilarious. <sighs> Every time you have a family gathering, they make fun of you for being poor. Exactly, and yes. And not brushing and your for, teeth and enough. And for falling into the cliche. Or flossing. And, like, you know, they're Australian, so, like, before that, they're, like, Mediterranean or whatever. And they, like, scold me for wasting my life as a zoologist when I could have been a dentist. And probably for not having children. <laughs> yes, also that. <laughs> Okay, this got too real. Let's move on. Hey, stepping into the deep trauma. All right. Okay. The car door opens behind you, and you see a big man step out. Mike Tosis is here and ready. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Zoo's tail immediately goes between his legs, and you hear like a, and he runs away. Okay. <laughs> Would does, a little, does a little man escape from no, you as Blythe well? Blythe is going to run away. What do you want from me? He you kicked, were supposed to freaking he guard the drop car. kicked me as a goat, guys. I don't just, like, recover from that emotionally, okay? Have you ever been drop kicked as a mini goat? No, it hurt. You I broke what? my if, leg. If it was me between Blythe and the car, I wouldn't have moved. Sure, but you're also made mostly of some weird polycarbonate <laughs> stuff. I'm made of floof-floofs and woof-woofs, okay? Let me get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, so would someone like to roll a notice? I or noticed the hell Char, out of it. Char will roll a notice. <laughs> yeah, a Char or Effie. I rolled mediocre, so I have a plus two. So the inside of the car actually looks bigger. The Firebird is a TARDIS? The Firebird is a Beth. Oh, shit. A Beth! Mycetosis is ready to go! Is Blythe ready? <laughs> Just shut your yap. I'm I'm heading there. She rushes and jumps into the car. The door slams shut behind. And after half a minute, you hear the sound of Beth starting up. Zipping into the sky. At this moment, Van Helsing, Chaos, and Jake arrive at the parking lot. Just as the ship disappears into the time vortex. As Char watches the ship fly away, she puts the ice up to her jaw, winces a little bit, turns to Effie and says, Well, that sucks. Congratulations. We arrived just in time to watch our enemy flee. We are victorious. And I raise my hand in the air in victory. Uh, Dr. Van Helsing... Can you help me? <laughs> Sorry, guys. We would have been here earlier, but I had to get out the speaker so I could play Guile's theme. It's a trigger for the robots. It's okay, Chaos. I just, you know, almost died. You know what? <laughs> I've actually died, and it's okay. I could probably bring you back from the dead. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Good to know. Can yeah. someone help me now? Mostly someone, a doctor that's not also a wolf? Okay, serious question. <laughs> ben Helsing. Shara I mean requires your assistance. 
Yeah, Van Helsing sees that Shara needs help, but I, Nathan, look at Sarah and I say, Give me You're using this as an excuse to eat while we're podcasting. Do you, really <laughs> want, do you really want your jaw to be fixed? <laughs> I eat Oreos anyway. It's fine. Just. <laughs> Shaw, you, you look horrible. Shaw very helsing like. Like, he's, like, sometimes very sweet and helpful, and other times he's just kind of a dick, but mostly it's the Char. I um. catch Char, and then I look at Van Helsing, and I say, That seems really harsh, Doc. It's just bruising. Your bedside manner, it's not very good. It is better in Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> the hot chocolate goes a long way. And I come up to you while you're passed out, and I fix your jaw. I fix your jaw the right way. Roll me, roll me a medical check for that. Rolling lore, I got a plus three. Okay, it's a good thing Sarah's already knocked out because, yeah, you're able to get the jaw set, but she still is going to be dealing with that moderate consequence at now this it's moment. Pain and swelling instead of <coughs> dislocation. Chaos. When she wakes up, I have a lot of alcoholic drinks to offer her. <laughs> Chaos, your gauntlet beeps. Gauntlet starts beeping. There is another unredacted file waiting for you. Someone's phone is going off. Oh, hey, guys, we got some mail. <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got, we just a, got letter. a letter. We just got a letter. Let's see who it's from. Um, I, am I correct in assuming that this is one of the uh, documents? Yes. Hey, guys, that weird mystery program from the zip disk I picked up in the 1930s just decoded another encrypted document. I'm going to send it to y'all with a new system I created called B-Mail, which is just <laughs> Beth reading it through your intercoms. <laughs> Does uh, B-Mail make any sounds like like a boot up sound or something before? Go ahead and B-Mail. Take it away. Okay. On the day of 22nd September 2232, Captain Vic Connor and Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn were found with the victim. The altercation had taken place at 1832 in an abandoned building in the city of New Dallas, Texas. The victim had been known as Wildfire, or Kurt Hutchins. Drastic measures and torture using the proprietary military technology known as the Chrono Suit had been taken by Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn in the death of the victim known as Kurt Hutchins. Wildfire had been known to be working with the enemy, whose goal is to enslave people without any kind of metaphysical or superpower. Information of the event has been leaked to local news outlets. Said outlets have been shut down and any news of the event has been covered for now until a full investigation into the issues surrounding the use of unneeded and drastic torture has taken place. Components from the chrono suit had been reacquired by the military and taken for evaluation. Further investigation into events is pending. Following investigation of events at the abandoned building, a full psych evaluation will be ordered for Captain Vic Connor and Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn. Initial investigation leads to evidence that shows Captain Vic Connor trying to stop the events that lead to the death of Wildfire. Chrono suit used in the torture and death of Wildfire belonged to Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn. First assessment of Captain Vic Connor shows signs of defiance and previous evaluations show a history of delusional loyalty to soldiers in their platoon, such as that shown towards Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn. First assessment of Lieutenant Blythe Fairborn shows signs of possible psychomedical disorders, including a lack of moral integrity. So, uh, guys, I'm starting to think that 
probably Vic wasn't a bad guy and we have some explaining to do, as my mom would say. Where is Vic? Do you think they were in that car with Mike Tosis? Uh, I don't think that was a car, Effie. Oh. Do you think that Vic was in there? Yeah. Jake, I, I told you when you were a little kid to tell Vic to show up at this time in this place so we could meet up again. You did that, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's been a while. Um, Yeah, I, I remember that day. I, I went to that place that you told me to go, but there was nobody there. Was there a body there? No. So there was no body there. There was no body there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Nobody, huh. nobody. No, no, I looked around for a while, but I couldn't find anyone. So then, if they weren't there, then Mitosis still has them. We've just missed them on that, that vessel. I hate chaos. Um, and, uh, Char moves the ice around. Chaos, um, can you ask Beth if she can track another ship through the time void? Oh yeah, it's totally possible. It was, uh, it was part of my time pilot training. We can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Then we should all get back. I think we should try to to catch them. They only left a few minutes ago. Hey, Beth, could you quickly send all the information on tracking time ships to my gauntlet? I kind of skipped that part. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos, have you been making promises you cannot keep? I can totally keep it. I just need a little bit of assistance. It's like, you know, when you're a five-year-old and your mom says you need to buy a present for Uncle Roy, but you don't have money. And so she gives you the money and then she buys the present. It's like that, but you're still getting the present. But do I get part of the credit? Well, yeah, you're Beth. Obviously, like, I'm not going to take everyone with 70%. me. 70%. 60. 65. Deal. Done. <laughs> We should all hurry back to Beth so that we can go after them. Effie, I'm tired. Can you carry me? Yes. I pick (laughs) her up princess style. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Vic could still show up here. It's still possible. Wait, so then does someone have to stay here? What, What happened with that anyway? How did you guys even get here? And how did you have the EMP thing just like ready to go? Right, so, uh, on the way back, uh, right, so, uh, Van Helsing, on the way back, you need to detour through Mulberry Street, and you're gonna meet us from a slightly different point in time and tell us to fix this. Just give us all the details. This is good. I'll show up. I'll show up. I'll open up my diary. Oh my god. And I'll start telling them everything they need to do. Watch out for the temporal apparitions, Doctor. I say, as I'm carrying Char towards Beth. Yeah, there will be time ghosts, so just don't touch them and make it really fast. So then before Van Helsing goes to talk to you, Van Helsing will uh, take time to write in his journal everything that happened. Oh my god. (laughs) How's your jaw feeling, Char? Mm, It's ouchie. Oh, I have something for that. And I reach into my bag and I pull out... Leeches. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> hey, they did work. 
I pull out a bottle of sherry and I give it to you. Um, and I say, this will help with the pain. I just open the cork and I give you the bottle with nothing to drink it out of. Yeah, uh, Char downs the entire bottle on the trip to the ship. Oh my gosh. I was, I was going to say, I bet Beth has something else, but um, nope. that's fine. Nope. I'm, I'm, I, you, know, you know Will Smith and Hitched? When he drinks all the Benadryl, I'm kind of picturing Char like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. When, as soon as she gets to the ship. Yeah. Okay. So as Van Helsing departs from everyone else to go to Mulberry Street, um, that's where he saw it all on Mulberry Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, thank you. One more and... time for our denser listeners, please, Dan. <laughs> hey, we don't have any dense listeners. You're right, we don't have any listeners. Yeah, um, everyone who listens to this podcast is exceptionally smart and attractive. <laughs> Chaos, what, is, what does Beth look like when you landed, Beth? Oh, so it's kind of weird this time. <laughs> Beth looks exactly like Princess Peach's castle from Mario 64. <laughs> wow, it's way too, way too early to you. Uh, Mulberry Street wasn't that far away. <laughs> Wow, you guys were really lost without me. <laughs> Outside the time ship, Chaos pauses for a minute and drops a piece of tech on the ground that has instructions for Vic on how to catch up with them and then walks inside. You all run onto the ship, ready to chase down Blythe and the other Beth and save the day. And then from behind you here, oh, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake, mate, are you sure you want to be on the ship right now, buddy? We're about to take off. Uh, exactly, we're about to take off. You know, we just got to go chase down that car in in a flying ship. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super sure that uh, you want to be here. I mean, we're about to go be heroes, and you're a fed. <laughs> yeah, we don't really uh, operate inside the uh, rules of like the law or like physics, mate. So like, it gets a bit confusing. Plus the takeoff's a bitch, and I mean, chaos is driving, so... Yeah, you're gonna definitely need to find a garbage can, like, right now, Jake. And what's your will score? Like, right now. Don't listen to them, Jake Bomb. Come over here and we'll find you a trench coat. (laughs) Jacob Bomb, there are some things that you can never unlearn. Are you sure that you are ready to learn something that you might not be able to unlearn? Like Shaw's MySpace page. (laughs) Shaw would never have a MySpace page. Take it back. Take it back right now. The point is... Doctor, I must interrupt. We must take off now if we are to have any hope of catching Blythe. Takeoff will commence in five. Jake, this is it, mate. Now or never. Three. Are you coming or going, Jake? Two. Do you think I could be helpful or not? One. Jake, this khaki green trench coat looks like it might be your size. Zero. Jake, mate, you were, you were too long-winded. You've ruined it. The, sh- the doors are locked. Damn I mean, did, did you seriously want me to leave? Come on, guys. No, you've, you've helped me out a lot. No, even with this thing. You know, I wasn't really in a good place. I, I didn't know what was going on. But right now, I need to have my eyes open. I need to, I actually need to do something with my life, you know? Look here, Jake. Look, I'll be really honest with you. I don't have a lot of fuzzy feelings right now because you literally just messed up a ton. But if you want to redeem yourself... Go right ahead, because apparently we can't leave you behind now. <laughs> no, it kind of looks like I, I need to do some good in my life. Here, Jake, I'll help you put it on. <laughs> Look at all the pockets. 
Apparently Jake is now wearing a trench coat. Well, Shaw, to be fair, I don't think that the super soldier thing was 100% Jake's fault. He could have done a lot to stop it. There was that one guy that I left a table on top of. I seem to remember putting a lot of blame on him. Yeah, Shaw missed that part. He was a scumbag. Yeah, you put a table on who? OMG. Oh, it was basically Jake's boss. He was kind of a dick. Here, Jake, these Doritos are for your inside right pocket. And this knife is for your outer left pocket. <laughs> and Effie is just dressing him as we're all having this conversation. I love it so much. <laughs> all right, all right. I got a question, though. What in the hell happened? How did you guys show up at the exact right second with the device we needed? Because, like, my mind was blown, guys. Oh, right. So I overshot a little bit and I ended up in that street at that time. So we were too late to help and there were zombies everywhere. But then none of that happened. And instead, Dr. Van Helsing showed up and told us what we had to do to stop the zombies. And so we went back in time to show up at the right time. And it was all fine because... I personally hadn't been at the same place in time at any one given point until we were, but it was just for a second. And so the time ghosts didn't see anything. Right. And you didn't see the back of your head because you sent Van Helsing back exactly. to talk to you. Right. Timey wimey yeah. stuff. All right. I get What's it. What's this now. about Thanks, the man. back of people's heads? Like, are I you guys know. okay? Do you need extra shampoo? Like, <laughs> what's going on? I actually have no idea why I said that. I'm not even sure what's going on. <laughs> so, something possessed you and some out-of-body experience. Maybe someone was looking in on you. Here's the thing. We know if you touch yourself from a different point in time, the buildup of chronotom particles will make a giant explosion, which is very bad. Right, Isn't right. that time, cop? <laughs> yeah, now, we also know that whenever you go to the past, you can potentially see yourself from behind, which is the only time that you are actually seeing what your real hair looks like from behind. And you will get an irresistible compulsion to go to up and change it. your hair oh, because it's yeah. never how you want it to be. And then there's an explosion and people die. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. I know that I know that this is like explosions and stuff, but I really need to like go back in time and see my hair from behind. Like this would be like Odysseus being tied to the mast so that he can't go to the sirens. I know how you feel, Char. I wasn't ever able to see the back of my head while I went back in time to see myself, but I did see the back of Chaos's head. Chaos, I think there's a bug in your hair. <laughs> Effie, I just want you to That's know that the back of your head is flawless. So you can just rest assured that like I have given it a 10 out of 10 and you're fine to like never see it ever. You know, Char, I'm looking at the back of your head right now. There's not a single hair out of place. It couldn't be more immaculate. You know, I did use my favorite frizz control this morning combined with my other favorite hairspray. So that's not surprising, <laughs> but also I'm blushing. So thank you. You know, I would really love it if like maybe tomorrow or the next day or whatever, um, you did my hair in buns and I can do your hair down. That sounds really exciting. It's been a long time since my hair has been down. I wonder if it's grown. I bet it has, but it's probably a little bit fatigued from being restricted in buns all the time. That's good to know. You have so much wisdom to share. <laughs>
Hey, Jake, do you still have the Pokemon game? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's right here. So Jake looks through his now trench coat and then his suit coat under the trench coat and then his pockets and can't find. And then all of a sudden he remembers. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, she took it from me. Oh, rough. Did you ever beat the Elite Four? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you didn't give him a Game Boy. You just gave him a cartridge. I used it as a key, you know, because I, I didn't know what else to do with it. But I kept it uh, until she took it. Char holds oh, it out and yeah. says, Chaos, what are you going to give me for it? It's Jake's. I don't care about it. I got like three copies of that. Oh, then I'm just going to keep it. I believe that it is time to take a jump into the time void. But unfortunately, it is up to you and not up to me, as I am not licensed to be a captain and I am just an AI that shall float <laughs> into the never ending void at some point in my life. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I didn't realize we'd reached 88 miles an hour already. I was just kind of fascinated by this arcane haired knowledge. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time. Time for us to reckon a reckoning. Thanks for listening, fam. Uncle Billy's apples are right for the picking, so we're all getting together to help pick apples this weekend. 